It's the sick cast. It's the sickest that this cast has ever been. Cause I'm sick and it's a sick cast. Nick is by himself. Welcome back to Heard You Saw. This is a rare edition because this is going to be the sick cast. Um, I'm coming, coming. I'm currently coming from you live from my bedroom, where I am ill, sequestered in my chambers, away from all human contact, and to stave away the illness, I just watched. Uh, Gods of Egypt, at the recommendation of my good friend Cat Brooks. Well, Cat Bolden should always be Brooksy to me. Um, I don't really have much profound to say at this moment about this film, but it's... It, boy, what an adventure that that was. Um, I think the way, best way to sum up my feelings on this film is I kind of appreciate the balls-to-the-wall style that just decided to go for it and try and ham-fistedly work in as much... Egyptian pantheon lore as possible without actually having any kind of sense of plot or pacing or real character development. Yeah, so the plot that goes that I mean, I suppose you could, well, this is hard to do. This is not going to follow the usual um, st- plan of plan, structure of Heard You Saw because obviously I'm by myself and normally I'd go around and get all of the hot takes, but my hot take um, Gerard Butler is Egyptian god Voltron. I think that's a good hot take. Uh, the Blazik Goes thusly, the nameless Chad from Pirates of the Caribbean 5 is a thief man who, through a monologue at the beginning of the film, tells us that he accomplishes great things through his dealings with the gods who are real and live in Egypt and rule everything. And Jamie Lannister is the giant... Giant Jamie Lannister is Horus, the all-seeing lord of the air. He is the son of Osiris, and he's going to become king... Um, but Gerard Butler, also giant Gerard Butler, is against this and take, tries to take over and does a coup d'etat, um, which involves him becoming king. We then have a, a time skip wherein Nameless Chad and his girlfriend are living under the New World Order of Set, who's building a giant obelisk to honor Ra, played by Jeffrey Rush, as like giant flaming Jeffrey Rush, the rarest of kinds. Um, and he has some non-specific plan, which is never really elaborated on until the very end of the film. Um, Nameless Chad's girlfriend decides to have him break into Set's treasure pyramid, not to be confused with Set's actual pyramid, because that is a different place that will show up later, um, and to try and recover the eyes of Horus, because when he defeated, when Set defeated Horus, he tore out Horus's glowing jewel eyes, um, because he has the all-seeing eye, and means he never misses, even though does a lot of missing in this film, but that's beside the point. Anyway, um, he breaks in, he comments, where on earth would you get all these scorpions from, even though he lives in the desert? Um, And then he and his girlfriend uh, are attacked by the guy who designed the pyramid, who she works in his office, and he's evil and gets a surprisingly large amount of screen time for what is essentially a throwaway mid-boss character. Um, And in the ensuing escape in a chariot, um, his girlfriend gets killed. Fortunately, he then goes to the tomb of, I assume, Osiris and Isis and finds the blinded Horus living there and convinces him to try and save um, Zaya, his girlfriend. His uh, nameless Chad's name is Beck, but I'll continue to call him nameless Chad. Um, Horus is unsuccessful, so um, Zaya has to go to the underworld with Anubis, but Horus says that if Beck, Chad, makes him king again, he can intercede and bring Zaya back from the dead as long as they get there before she goes through the ninth gate. So we now have a ticking clock um, kind of affair 
and a um yeah, yeah away we go on a rollicking romp to try and bring back the gods of egypt Ta -da. this 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 film is a bit of a mess but i think it honestly was quite fun you had just woeful characters woeful woeful characters i mean horace has arguably the most complete arc in that he starts off as a sort of debauched lecherous um man baby who's going to be king because he should be and goes to actually caring about people who are mortals there's a great moment where he learns that the power was within him all along rather than in his missing eyes um it's oh, i'm not really sure what else to say to be honest it's certainly worth watching you could watch this movie with some friends with some drink and friends or if you're sick it's very good at making you forget how bad you feel and leaving you in a sense of mild delirium. Uh, things of note. Uh, there is a giant, there's a chase sequence involving not one, but two giant snakes um, that also breathe fire. Uh, that's good fun. Um, Black Panther plays Toph, the god of all knowledge, and he can clone himself, and he has a weird, almost effete style, but he doesn't actually do anything knowledgeable because the sequence with him and the Sphinx doesn't really end up with him solving him it exactly. It's more down to nameless Chad because you know, mortals had the, could do it all along. Mort yeah, the gods are just generally seen kind of accurate to the mythology as self-important, ultimately flawed people in the sort of more paganistic version of religions. It's Gerard Butler turns into um, Egyptian god Voltron, and his his whole end game is kind of crazy. It's like his plan was. Become the all the all the to get all the bits of the gods that's like their special bits like Horus's eyes and um Neftis's wings, Toph's brain, and put them all on himself. So he's like the strongest robot god. I should explain the gods can transform into like cool robot monster versions of themselves. Probably should have led with that. And he makes his version the strongest version of any robot god man, um, jackal headed dude. And then he goes up to Jeffrey Rush and takes away his sun spear so he can fight um, Apothos, the serpent of chaos, which is actually a direct reference to what Set did end up doing the end of the mythology at the aboard the barge that sailed the waters of creation. Um, but he's like, ah, but what I'll do is I'll get this chaos serpent to devour everything. And eat the Nile, the source of all life, and then somehow i will be able to reshape reality so i am immortal rather than having to die someday because i don't want to die it, it, it doesn't really make much sense but it's it's a plan and he follows through on it and then a giant jamie lannister beats him up and kills him and there's a running it's not really a running joke but it's kind of treated like a running joke that sets really bad at finishing off J giant jamie lannister horus because no less than two occasions he has him at his mercy and is like, I should totally kill you, but then just wanders off and doesn't doesn't deal with it. Um, the fight scenes are terrible. The camera work in them is almost laughable. There's a particularly hilarious one with um, Horace Lannister on the top of a big mountain fighting some cow people. Uh, it's just, it's a mess. They decided that 360 pans were good and also ramping, but not... I, I, it pains me to say this, but not with any near, anywhere near the level of technical expertise that is employed by Zack Snyder. Um, yeah. So my final thought would be, it's worth a watch, but not really. If you liked The Mummy... No, wait, uh, if no one... Uh, wait, it's a very different kind of movie. If you liked um, 
Seventh Son, starring Jeff Bridges, um, then this may be the kind of thing that you want to watch. If you're ill and vaguely delirious, then this may be the kind of thing you want to watch. Otherwise, it's terrible schlock. It has the most anti-one-liner one-liners I've heard in a while. There's a moment where the um, uh, Hotha, Hotha, the goddess of love, um, brainwashes a giant fire-breathing snake into setting itself on fire. And the parting shot giant Jamie Lannister leads with is, um, you, were, you weren't very preferable company. And then jumps into a hole. I'm like, that's not really... What that's not a it was delivered with all the impetus of a one liner, but it just doesn't work. Um yeah, it's a mess, but it's kind of visually interesting and it's a big allegorical thing of just like, hey, what if we just literally threw Egyptian pantheon things at the screen in the hopes to get them fixed? We hope something will stick and people will like it. I'm unsurprised that this movie bombed. This has been the sick cast. This may have been a poor choice, but, you know, it's more content. Anyway, uh, we were we were going to do Transformers, but we didn't get to do Transformers because it went out before. The Interstellar cast with myself, Morton, and EJ is coming. Um, maybe Planet of the Apes? I don't know. We're still kicking around ideas. We were also going to do something with, like, DVDs, but anyway. Uh, I, I'll be well soon, and then there'll be more content. Uh, bye and the thing.